0: Good evening, Mama Ryan, Facebook friends and family. Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. So as we know that true wisdom is applying God's word to your life. This is our, our weekly Bible study. Amen. Praise God. Uh, this, this evening we're coming from Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. And our topic tonight will be dedicated service. Amen. Gracious internal fault. We say thank you, Father God. Thank you for your bountiful blessings. Thank you for your mercy, your grace and deliverance and favor, Father God. Thank you for everybody that's viewing right now. I'm asking you, Father God, to touch them, Father God. Enlighten the eyes. Enlighten their understanding. So they'll be able to receive the word of God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It says... Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. Let me read that again. We're on Romans chapter 12. Verse 1. Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. I'll be coming from, I'm coming from the Amplified Version so let me ask this question how do we present ourselves as a living sacrifice how i I want you to ponder on that for a second how do we present ourselves to god as a as a living sacrifice first number, number one is is that we can't go to god any kind of way we can't go to god any kind of way yes the law forgives us for our sins yes The the blood of Jesus has set atonement for our sins. We still cannot go to God any kind of way. Because when we send ourselves, we send ourselves as a sacrifice. We have to remember in Old Testament times, it was the sacrifice of the lamb that was unblemished and unspotted. You had to give the best of your fruit. You had to get the best of your cattle. You had to get the best of your bulls. You had to get the best of of your lamb. So that tells us right there, it gives us the the understanding that we can't go to God any kind of way if we're going to sacrifice and be a sacrifice for God. He said a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice means that we are going to be used by God. God can't use a dirty vessel. Just like... In our human understanding, we want, we will not drink out of the dirty glass. The Lord cannot use a dirty vessel. That vessel has to be clean before he's able to use it. That's why God takes us through so many things, trials and tribulation, in order to clean us and, and forge us with, with the purity of fire. He forges us with fire so we could be purified and used for his will. That's, that's that's something to think about and it all it also says worship worship this is your act of worship how do we worship God how do we worship God? with the fruit of our lips we worship God we raise our hands we praise God we clap our hands we use our vessel for the for our, our vessel is just a vehicle for our assignment our vessel is it's just a vehicle for our sight, Because we have to be wherever Jesus wants us to be. Our Father wants us to be, so our body is a vehicle to give us there. So we have to be in alignment. See, see the thing about it is, to be in alignment, we have a spirit, we have a soul, and we have a body. Our spirit is already connected with God. But sometimes our soul gets out of alignment. Our soul is our, our intellect, our emotions, or how we feel or how we think. Our soul gets out of alignment. So, therefore, if the spirit is here and the soul is all the way over here and the, and the, and the body is going to go with us, whether the, the soul goes, because if I'm feeling certain a certain kind of way, I say, well, look, I'm not going to go over here. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to participate in that. Our body follows but for us to have total alignment, spirit, spirit, soul, and body. Holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational and logical, intelligent act of worship. Verse 2, it says, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be the transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plans and purpose for your life. I, I know there was a lot of people of God, but we're going we're gonna to break it up right now. We're going to go in and we're going to take this thing piece by piece. It says that and do not be conformed to this world. Uh, and do not be conformed to this world. We have a lot of things going on right now. We have a lot of fear going on. We have a lot of things that have be, been spoken into our ear gates and we have a lot of things that have been coming through our eye gates and we've been speaking a lot of things that's coming through our mouth gates and all these things either they're coming through or going in or coming out or not within the will of God. So how do we get in the will of God? Do not be conformed to this world, but be conformed by the renewing of your mind. So tonight, we have to remember that we're in the world. I'm talking to the church and the people people of God. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. Now, what exactly does that mean? That means I have to function in this world. I have a job to go to. I have things that I have have rules and regulations to follow. But at the end of the day, our supreme ruler is the most high God. We know that we have a, a higher authority to answer to. That's what they're saying, even though because when we have, and it will come to where we have to stand on the word of God versus the world. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. Jesus saw things that, that wasn't in the will of God. And Jesus had to stand up and say, this is not in the will of God. And we'll be, as long as we're Christians of the Most High God, and long as we bloodwash blood-washed believers, we're going to have to go through something like that. But here it says, do not be conformed to this world this Sunday it was a scripture from Isaiah uh, chapter 8 verses 11 it says that conspiracy conspiracy will will, will, will ramp it in the land but you are not to speak as they speak that means that you are not ought to think like they think but Think on the Word of God. Anything that is beautiful, anything that is pure, anything that is lovely, you focus on that because these are the things that God has given you. But if I go and, and do like the world does in conspiracy this and, and conspiracy that and, 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 and everything, and I get myself involved in all of that, therefore I'm taking my soul out of alignment with my spirit and my body and I'm totally out of alignment with God. See, we have to know the supremacy of God. We have to know the supremacy of God. Now, when I say the supremacy of God, I mean the, the, the sovereign rulership of our God. That means there's, there's no name higher than the name. It says in Colossians, if you, if you can mark this scripture down, and it says Colossians chapter 1, 16 through 18, it says, for in him, So that in everything, he might have the supremacy. The supremacy of God. That means there's no name above his name. There's no name. No name above his name. That means his ruleship. Let me, let me go in a little deeper. And this, this, is, this, is, this is not milk. This is, this is meat for the believer. They say God for him All things were created Things in heaven and earth Visible and invisible Whether thrones or powers Or rulers or authority So you know what we tell the enemy You know what we tell our adversary We tell our adversary The same God that made you Made me But my God has given me authority over you ah. Y'all not hearing me Y'all not hearing me Somebody gonna get that later The same God that created you created me but my god gave me authority over you if every believer will function like that well oh god if every believer will function in the authority my god my god verse 3 for by the grace of god given to me i say to everyone of you not to thank Of yourselves more highly than they ought to, but think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and purpose designed for service. The Bible says, "Think, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to." The word says in in Galatians six verses four through six don't compare yourself to one another. Too many times in the body of Christ we compare ourselves to one another. What shouldn't be done. Everybody has their own burdens to carry. Everybody has their own responsibility. So when I compare myself to someone else, I'm saying, God, what you the gift that you've given me is not good enough. I want what they have. But yet, that's why the Bible says do not compare yourself. Don't think of yourself more than, than you are. Don't compare yourself to one another. Because God has a portion, each a degree of faith. Each a degree portion. That means everybody gets a mount. Everybody gets a amount. Now that's up to God. That's up to God. but for verse 4 says, For just as in one physical body, we have many parts. And these parts do not all have the same function or special use. So we, are, we who are many are nevertheless just one body in Christ. Individually, we are parts of one another, mutually dependent on each other. Now, in this scripture, what the what, what the scripture the writer is saying that we are one body in Christ. So therefore, the foot can't tell a leg. I don't want to do my job because I want to be with them, the heart can't tell the lungs, the lungs can't tell the heart because they need each other to function, so we can't be against one another in the body of Christ, do you know, the human body has to function in harmoniously, it has to function harmoniously for you to not have dis-ease, now listen to what I'm saying, the word dis-ease, imbalance imbalance in your body discord in your body so that everything has to move everything has to your blood has to circulate your heart has to do its job your liver has to do its job your kidney has to do the job every part in your body has to do its job to prevent disease and imbalance the same thing for the body of christ everything has to have a function you can't say I I can't be on my job because I feel some kind of way or or I'm emotional about a particular situation. This is not what God. This is not God's uh uh uh, uh requirement for the church. How is the church gonna edify the world and bring the world up when the church is at odds with one another inside the church? So we who are many are nevertheless one body. In and individually, we are part of one another, mutually dependent on each other, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. In Jesus' mighty name.